Good morning. Welcome to the Flame of Fire podcast. I'm your host, Pastor David Bobbitt, pastor of the Liberty Baptist Church in Union, New Jersey. Thank you for joining us this morning as we have been going through a study in the book of 1 Thessalonians. Excited to get into the study today in chapter 4. I hope all is going well for you as we are um, 11 days into November. Isn't that hard to believe? We're Man, uh, 2021 is coming on us fast. Uh, Thanksgiving right around the corner, Christmas a few weeks later, and then the new year. So I hope you're ready. I hope you uh, have given some thought uh, to Thanksgiving, and, and I hope you're taking time to be thankful. God has been so good to us. Let's take some time to be thankful for him, and uh, let's close out the year right. Let's set some goals. Let's accomplish some things. Let's see what, what, what we can finish uh, don't let don't let 2020 be a year we look back at and say, well, that was 2020 and make excuses for why we didn't accomplish stuff. I know it's been an unusual year. I know it's been a crazy year, uh, but let's finish strong. Let's set some goals. Let's do something for the Lord in this uh, last month, month and a half that we have left of 2020. All right. First Thessalonians chapter four. And uh, today we're going to finish this last half of chapter four. Uh, in my opinion, one of uh, just the most powerful passages of Scripture in the entire Bible. I love the second half of uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Uh, I'm going to uh, start, though, a little bit backwards. I'm going to start with verse 18, and um, which is the last verse of the chapter, and then I'm going to go backwards and, and look at it. In verse 18, the Apostle Paul says, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. And so if you remember, he this church in Thessalonica has been going through some tough times. They've been they've been facing affliction, they've been facing tribulation, they've been facing persecution. They have been just going through a, a hardship. They've been going through difficulty. In fact, that's one of the reasons Paul wanted to go and visit them. He, he said, I, I want to make sure that your faith is strong. And of course, he said he was encouraged that their faith was strong. But now he's giving them something that will encourage them and help them through the tough days. He's giving them something that will help to keep their faith strong, even in these days of trial and these days of tribulation. And, and he tells them, he says, these words I'm giving you here, these are something that you can comfort one another with. He says, wherefore, Comfort one another with these words. What are these words? Go ahead and look with me at verse 13. The Bible says in chapter 4, 1 Thessalonians, verse 13, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren. In other words, he, he said, this is something you need to know about. Don't, don't be ignorant about this. This is something you need to study. This is something you need to know. Uh, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Uh, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. And what a powerful passage of scripture. And of course, this is referring to, and Paul is talking about the rapture. And if you are a student of prophecy, even just a uh, even if you just know a little bit about prophecy, what you need to understand is the next uh, event on God's prophetical calendar is the rapture of the church. 
Now, that word rapture, of course, is not in the Bible, but it just refers to when the church will be caught up. And that's what 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 is talking about. And then immediately following the rapture, there will be seven years of tribulation on the earth. Then after the seven years of tribulation, you'll have Christ come back and reign on earth for a thousand years in the millennial reign. And so that is uh, the things that, that lay ahead. But the next thing on God's calendar, the next thing on God's timetable is the rapture. And what an incredible thought to think that it could be any moment now. It could be any day. Christ will come and it says with a shout, with a trump, oh, the, we'll be caught together to be with the Lord forever in the air. And then he says, I love what he says though in verse 14, or I'm sorry, verse 13. He says, I would not have you to be ignorant, uh, brethren, concerning them which are asleep that you sorrow not. He says, I know you have loved ones that have passed away. You have loved ones that have gone on before. He said, but I wouldn't have you to be ignorant concerning this. He said, don't don't sorrow for them, even as others which have no hope. You know, as a Christian, the rapture, it, it gives us hope. We don't have to sorrow. There will be a glad reunion day. Oh, there'll be a day that we all meet together forever with the Lord in the air. And, and so maybe you, you are grieving the loss of a loved one today. Paul says, it's okay to sorrow. He didn't say not to have any sorrow, but he said, don't sorrow as those which have no hope. He, he said, your sorrow is, it, it's a light sorrow because it, it's a small sorrow because yes, it's sad that we have to say goodbye. And yes, we miss our loved one. And yes, our heart yearns to see them and aches uh, that, that, that they're not in our life right now. He said, but don't sorrow as if you have no hope. He said, one day you'll see them again. Oh, we'll gather together in the air with the Lord and we'll spend eternity together. Oh, what a, what an encouraging, what a, a tremendous thought for this, uh, uh, verse 14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, so he's talking about those that are saved, those who put their faith in Jesus and his death and his resurrection, even so them which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Can you imagine that? Oh, when Christ comes back and the rapture takes place and all of a sudden all these grave plots start busting open. Oh, and the world is going to say, what in the world is going on? Uh, I imagine there'll be some old saints of God that have been buried for, for hundreds, maybe thousands of years. And, and they built buildings over them. They built streets over them. And all of a sudden, when that, when that trumpet sounds, those streets are going to be busting open. Those buildings are going to be busting open where, where the body of a, a, a dear saint of God was laid to rest underneath it. Oh, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And, and, and oh, people are going to wonder what in the world is happening. All oh, the, 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 the cemeteries are going to be uh, emptying out. The grave plots are going to be uh, coming open. And then uh, as they go to meet the Lord in the air, we'll be caught up together with them and we'll all be with the Lord in the air. Oh, Christian, what a day that is. Let's look, let's live looking for the return of Christ. Christ could come back for his church tonight. He could come back tomorrow. But let's live looking for his return. Let's live uh, with hope that this world is not our home. We're just pilgrims passing through. We're not here forever. This this world of heartache, this world of sin will one day come to an end. Uh, all the, 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 the darkness of it, the sin of it will be put away. All the pain and the sorrow will be done. God will wipe our tears away. 
oh, let's live with hope. Let's live looking for that return of Christ. Let's live. Oh, the Bible talks about people that are ashamed at his coming. Oh, let's live so we're not ashamed when he comes back. Let's live so that uh, we can receive a reward of the Lord at his return. Oh, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Paul writes to this church in Thessalonica. He says, I want to share with you something that you can encourage one another with. I want to share with you something that you can comfort people that are sorrowing with. He said, as Christians, we don't have to sorrow as those with no hope. Why? Because the Lord, the Lord's coming again. Maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, maybe 2020 will be the year that the Lord comes back. Maybe 2020, uh, 2021 will be the year the Lord comes back. I don't know, but I do know he's coming. I do know it's soon and I do know it's closer today than it's ever been before. Oh, I hope that's an encouragement to you today. If it's not an encouragement, if you're dreading the return of the Lord, perhaps you need to make sure that your salvation is settled. Perhaps you need to make sure that uh, you have put your faith and your trust in Christ and uh, and what he did for you on the cross and in his resurrection and realize that he is the only hope of salvation. Oh, if you're dreading the return of Christ, Christian, maybe there's some things in your life you need to get right. Maybe you need to just get some things right with God today. There's some sin you need to get out of your life. There's some things that you need to confess and, and let's just get on fire for the Lord again. Let's pray. Lord, we sure love you. Father, sure look forward to that day when when we'll hear the shout, when we'll hear the trumpet sound, and Lord, we'll be with you forever in the air. Lord, no more death, no more night, no more sin. You'll wipe away all of our tears, and Lord, we'll get to have those seven years of the marriage supper of the Lamb there together with Jesus Christ, and we'll get to look on the face of the one that died for us, that shed his blood for us, that gave his life for us. What a wonderful day that'll be. Help us here on this earth not to sorrow as those that have no hope. Lord, no matter how dark a day it is on this earth, as Christians, we know there's always hope. We always have hope. Lord, help us keep our hope in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. Have a great week.